Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. been? Oh, I'm sorry, dear. It is late. I was downtown shopping with Elmer, looking for baby clothes. Oh, well, I got home early. Thought I'd better mow the lawn. You must be starved. I'll start dinner right away. No, I'm okay. I was kind of hungry when I got home, and you weren't here, so I knew it would be some time before dinner. <laughs> Anyhow, I finished up the hash that was left in the refrigerator. Oh, well, fine. Hash? Wasn't they leftover hash? Oh, well, whatever it was. Oh, it must have been the rest of that chili I had for lunch yesterday. I opened a can, some new kind. I didn't like it at all. Oh, I thought it was good. Did you? Well, how's the lawn look? Very nice. What baby uh, clothes did you buy? Well, actually, I decided not to buy too much until I looked over the boxes we have in the attic of Betsy's things. Yeah. I saved most everything she had, you know, shirts and wrappers and all that. I thought maybe you might bring the boxes down for me and I could look them over. Well, all right. You want me to do it now? If you're through with the lawn, fine. Yeah, might as well do it before it gets dark. Easy to find things in the attic. Mm-hmm. Where's Betsy? Down at the candles, as usual. <laughs> she came home long enough to get her bicycle, said hi, and then off yeah, she went again. I, <laughs> I told her to go there after school because I'd be downtown shopping. Oh, say, what about Betsy's baby bed? Well, what about it? Well, I let Doris Crenshaw take it about three years ago. I've never gotten it back. Oh, well, call her up and tell her you want it back. You didn't give it to her, did you? No. Of course not. Well, all right. Just call her up and tell her we'll be needing it again. What's the problem? Well, I thought she'd have brought it back without being asked. Well, she I hate it when people borrow something from you, and then you're the one who has to call and ask them to return it. I mean, you know, you're then you're the one who feels funny. I don't know why you should feel funny at all. Now, look, I'm going up in the attic and get the boxes of baby clothes. You get on that phone and call Doris. Mm, what'll I say? Tell her you want the baby bed back. Now, go on. Don't be so darn silly. The nation's business is your business. The nation's business is everybody's business. And the man with facts, figures, and feature stories is Walter Cronkite. Each Monday through Friday, and Sundays too, this outstanding CBS newsman brings you up to the minute on the latest business news. On Saturdays, your reporter is Bill Downs. Hear them both over most of these same stations. This one seems to be mostly toys, though. That's all I could find in the attic. It seems to me Betsy had more things than this. I don't know what happens to things when you put them away in the attic. Somehow the total amount seems to have shrunk. Oh, look, here's the first little bathrobe she had, remember? Yeah. <laughs> seems to me there's quite a bit of stuff here. Yes, there's a lot. I'll have to buy some, some shirts and more diapers, but outside of that, look at this box. I don't know. I just brought down everything I could find. Oh, these are all the presents people sent we didn't use. Things Betsy never even wore. Look at this beautiful silk kimono. I never even dared put it on her for fear she'd ruin it. All these silk bonnet and jackets says, you know, now, really, that's such a waste of money to buy things like that for a baby. Well, for dressing up and taking the baby someplace, I suppose. All these beautiful little embroidered dresses she hardly wore. 
There's more shirts and sweaters under here, I think. Well, I'd, I'd better just make a list, I guess. You started dinner? Yes, put the potatoes on. Well, I think I'll sit down for a well-deserved rest and read the paper. <laughs> All right, dear. Oh, here's the teddy bear you bought her, remember? Uh-huh. She never played with it much at all. Looks new. I think that was the first thing ever brought home to her. Yeah. Boy, I was so crazy about my teddy bear when I was little. I thought she'd like one, you know? Did she even look at it? Mm, about all. Golly, you know, I dragged my teddy bear with me everywhere I went when I was little. Couldn't even get to sleep without it. <laughs> mm, Betsy had that old blanket she hugged, you remember? Still like that. I could hardly get it away from her long enough to get it washed once a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see what's in the news today. Mm. Oh, did you call Doris? No. Should be another box with all the formula bottles in it. Why not? Car. I don't know. I will. I was trying to think what to say. Well, honestly, honey, what's the matter with you? Call her up and simply tell her you want the baby bed back. Well, simple as that. Why not? To begin with, Doris asked to borrow the bed for two months until she got one from her sister. Well, actually, I forgot about it because we'd gotten Betsy a regular bed then, and I guess it was almost a year before I suddenly remembered Doris still had it. Well, why didn't you say something then? Well, I hated to call and just ask her to return it. After all, at the time, we weren't expecting another baby, and I didn't have any good reason for asking for it back. You had the best reason in the world. The bed belonged to us. Yes, but you know how people are when you ask them to return things. They get a little miffed. Why should Doris get a little miffed, as you put it? Now, why? Well, I don't know, and I know she will. You'd say she's kept it for three years. Seems to me anybody's got a right to be miffed. It's us. I know. Mm. But I know that's what'll happen, and I'll be apologizing for asking for it. Now, boy, I wouldn't apologize. I'd just say I want it back, and that's that. Now, why don't you call? Me? Why? Well, it'll sound better. Anyhow, I mean, you're a man. What's that got to do with asking for a baby bed back? Well, you could call, you see, and ask when you could pick it up. Look, they borrowed it. The least they can do is bring it back themselves. Well, I'm not going to ask them to do that. Although you're right, they mm, should. John, right, they should. Now, look, just get on that phone. Tell Doris we're expecting an addition to the family. He Tell knows them. that. All right, just say that we're going to be needing the baby bed now. Is that so awful? Oh, no, of course not. Just embarrassing. Man, I don't know what's so embarrassing about it. It's our baby bed. Seems to me they're the ones ought to be embarrassed, keeping the darn thing for three years. Mm. Trouble is, after you let somebody keep something for three years, it looks as though you gave it to them. Oh, call her up, boy. You make such a to-do over nothing. Look, Doris has always been a close friend. You've always gotten along fine with her. She'll understand. Well, I hope so. Well. Even at that, it's always awkward to ask for something back. Well, I'll call her. Call her. I am. Gee, I don't know why people don't return things when they borrow them. Always... Operator, give me walnut uh, 6655, please. Yeah, well, that's always the way. And it was in perfect condition when I let her take it. I oh, hope she's taken care of it. That's all I... Hello? Uh, Doris? Hi. Oh, fine. I know. Well, I drove past uh, your place with Elner, but it was so late we didn't stop. And I... Oh, your garden looks lovely, dear. Uh-huh. Get to the point. Uh-huh. No, no, nothing special. We were just talking and saying it's been so long since we saw you and George. We must get together. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Come over sure. tonight and bring the baby uh -huh. back. We'll just ask her for it. Yes. Oh, uh, Doris, before I forget it, we were talking about the baby bed, and we couldn't remember what had happened to it. And I oh, suddenly so remembered, I said, oh, I think Doris borrowed it. Oh, for heaven's sake. Uh-huh. Well, I feel terrible we haven't picked it up. I, I, well, we thought maybe it was in your way. Tell you her know. we want it back. Uh-huh. 
Oh, no, Doris, that's quite all right. You didn't mean that at all. No, it was just, you know, we happened to mention the baby bed, that's all. Find out what time tomorrow I can pick it up. Uh, Hold on, Doris. What is the matter with you? Ask her. (laughs) Doris? (laughs) Yes, it was. Well, he did say he was wondering if it would be convenient for you if he stopped by tomorrow and picked it up sometime. Oh, no, Doris, whatever time is convenient for you. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, well, I'm well. I'm sorry, but we will sort of be needing it. To... Oh, yes. All right, Doris. Goodbye. Well, she didn't like it one bit. What do you mean she didn't like it? It's our bed. What'd she say? She acted very funny, and she said tomorrow would be most inconvenient to pick it up. She'd call us back. Boy, how do you like that? Yeah. Honestly. Are you ready? I'm hungry. Oh, oh hi, hungry. You. No, not yet, Betsy. What's all this? Oh, these are all your baby things. What are you going to do with them? Well, I'm looking them over for the new baby when it arrives, dear. Is it going to wear my things? Well, you can't wear them anymore, honey. Are you going to give the new baby my teddy bear? Why, Betsy, you never even played with that teddy bear. Yes, I did. It was my favorite. Oh, now, don't drag everything out of the boxes, Betsy. Well, I better go finish getting dinner, I guess. Oh, honestly, I've got to feed Brownie, too. Now, Betsy, please leave all those baby clothes alone. We don't want them all over. Dinner now in about 15 minutes. Daddy, this teddy bear is mine. I don't want you to give it to the new baby. No, no, no. We're not going to be selfish, are we? Well, maybe you aren't, but I am. Oh, is that so? You get it, dear. Uh, Tell me, right. Doris. You make arrangements to pick up the bed. All right, boy. I don't know why they can't bring it back. I think it's a heck of a note myself. Yeah. I think I'll mention that. To... Hello. Yeah. For heaven's sakes. You didn't eat the chili. You know what you ate? Just a second, will you? Why, what, what did you say? Hold on a second, will you, Doris? Here? Hold on, just... Oh, oh, is it Doris? Yes, oh, Well, go on, talk to her. When you're through, I've got something to tell you, dear. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Six times a week on most of these same stations... Amos and Andy and their friends and the Robert Q. Lewis gang make positive contributions to the general welfare. They contribute bright songs. They contribute bright humor. To these, they add friendly companionship, too. At the Amos and Andy Music Hall, the Kingfish always has some wild scheme going when the music isn't. Celebrities drop by to enjoy the informality and fun. You'll enjoy them, too, every time this lighthearted feature comes your way on CBS Radio. On the Robert Q. Lewis Show, humor has free reign. Bob and the gang satirize anything and everything that comes to mind. Judy Johnson, Richard Hayes, and often Bob himself sing the songs. Ray Block's orchestra provides the musical background. Join Robert Q. Lewis and the gang on CBS Radio every weeknight. Oh, and Saturdays in the daytime, too. For heaven's sakes, don't carry on so it won't kill you. Why do you keep the dog's food in the refrigerator? So it won't spoil. I open a can, and what I don't give him, I put in a plastic jar and keep it on the bottom shelf of the refrigerator. Oh. You know that. What did it taste like, Daddy? 
Daddy said it was very good. I thought it was hash of some kind. Oh, look, other people have eaten dog food by mistake, and it hasn't killed well, them. Well, of course it won't kill me. It's the idea, that's all. Well, if you would feed the dog once in a while, oh. you'd know about the food. When you brought him home, you and Betsy were going to have all the care of him. Oh, you'd feed him, you'd take all care right, of him. All right, all right, all right. Where's a can of it so I can see what I ate? It should tell on the label. Right there, right there in the cupboard. Oh, golly. What I'm more interested in is what Doris said. What do you mean she gave the bed to somebody else? That's what she said. She suddenly remembered. She said that she'd, as soon as she tracks it down, she'll call us. Well, that's nice. She lends our baby bed to somebody else. Oh, fresh horse meat. Gee, that makes me mad. Makes you mad. I'm the one that ate it, for Pete's I'm sake. talking about Doris. I've got a notion to call her back and tell her oh, what I think of her. Listen to this. Listen. Yeah. Cracked barley, soybean oil, fresh ground bone, crude fiber, crude protein, ash. Ash? What does that mean? Ashes? Oh, I don't know, dear. If it's good for dogs, it's probably good for you. Well, just what do you mean by that? Oh, nothing. Now, what I, do you mean, just... I, in... no, I just meant it can't hurt humans. Nah. I'll stop fussing, really. I think Doris had a lot of nerve giving somebody something that belonged to us to somebody else. It isn't right. It isn't right for you to give my teddy bear to the new baby either, Mommy. What? Oh, oh dear. Well, I imagine we'll get the bed back, and I expect you'll survive eating dog food, Daddy. Yeah, I suppose, golly. Probably more real nourishment than I've had in ages. Mm. <laughs> but I think we have a new and very real problem on our hands. Yeah, uh-huh. Now, Mommy, we'll finish getting dinner, and you go in the living room with Daddy. Daddy's going to explain to you what fun it's going to be to have a new baby in the family. It isn't much fun so far. Oh, boy, and I'm afraid this is just the beginning. Yes, thank heavens they say the second one is easier to raise. Boy, I hope so. I certainly <laughs> hope so. Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers as Betsy and is produced by Walter Hart. <laughs>